Welcome back to another episode of the Reality Friends Podcast. Two friends who have never met in person and embarrass themselves, their friends, and their family simply by doing this podcast week in, week out. It's Eric and Joseph. Joseph, how are you doing, my man? I'm great, Eric. Uh, I, you know, I don't know how many family and friends you've actually told about this podcast, but I try to keep it under lock and key. I've told absolutely no family members. Uh, they would not know where to find this, and that's how I like to keep it. Uh, I have told a few friends, and they've suffered through a few episodes, and that's that's it. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Um, it must Can be we nice. cut this out? It Can must... we cut this out? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Eric, how are you? How have you been? Let's talk about that. I am doing pretty good. Uh, it's been a day of watching football for six or so hours. And I just like to let everyone know that I am missing the night game this Sunday as we're recording to do this podcast. Uh, so that's that's how committed I am to this show for some ungodly reason and you, Joseph. What a guy. And Eric, I can, I can see uh, you finally got your room together. That's good. Yeah, it looks less like a shithole. Still got some work to do, but uh, closing in on one month since moving, and it finally uh, has a floor that I walk across instead of just you know boxes and random things. So that's that makes me happy. It's making me happy. I'm getting there. You love to see it. Um, yeah, I got to go to. You didn't ask me, so I'll just say it. Um, I got to no, go. Wasn't to, gonna. <laughs> got to go to Universal. Uh, to Halloween Horror Nights in Florida, which if you guys don't know what that is, there's a bunch of haunted houses, movie themed and stuff like that. And Eric, I was very upset. Joseph, and why were you upset? Okay. I was so upset. the challenge. Okay. All right. <laughs> I was upset because I missed seeing Fessy. Fessy was there, Eric. Fessy was at the Halloween Horror Nights. My oh, friends this is saw relevant. him while I was using the bathroom, and I did not get to meet Fessy. No. What What would you have told them? We've had a lot of words to say about Fessy this season. You You would have uh, certainly gone up and like given him peace of your mind, maybe, or or maybe you would have been a normal person and like not done that because that's kind of weird. Right. What would you have done? I think meeting Fessy and seeing that he is six foot four, two hundred and fifty pounds in person, I probably would have lied and said that I was a huge fan of him on the challenge. Um, I would have told him the truth though, which is I think that it's bullshit that he got kicked off this episode and what the hell was that and but we'll get into that. What was that, dude? <laughs> I hate this show sometimes. What has happened to it? I, and I, I, okay, look, there's sometimes when I feel like you should be uh, very accepting of change, even if you don't like it. Uh, for instance, just my own two cents, but the survivor, come on in, guys, uh, controversy. It's like, dude, uh, they, they stopped saying guys. Jeff stopped saying guys when they brought in, like, like it or hate it, whatever. Who cares? That doesn't affect anything. But this shit, man. What the hell? People have gotten kicked off the, the the challenge for way worse, and people have done a lot worse and not gotten kicked off the challenge. And what the hell did Fessy do that got him kicked off this season again? Can you tell me that? A, fa a, fa a face push with like some guy that he's like best Come on. friends with in real life. That at, like like Tony and Shane basically almost killed each other on their season, but they were brothers, and they so they let yeah. it, they let it go. And Fessy and Julie, Josh, they call themselves his brothers. 
<laughs> they they uh probably like each other more than the two actual brothers it seems <laughs> yeah, like yeah, uh, at least most of the time yeah yeah we've had so many fights i mean remember ct versus marlin in the pool they suddenly the put their push. hands on each other yes that was a, that was a big old face push yeah uh, and look okay if they change the rules over time that's fine but it just makes no sense to the viewers they don't explain these rules going in it just seems like all of a sudden Bessie's out in a situation that never would have gotten uh, anyone eliminated before. And it's not even just the Fessy elimination. I hate how TJ talked to Josh yes. and Esther. That was, that I thought was the more egregious and important thing as far as like the future of the show. Because it's like he's literally making them feel bad for stuff that we as a viewer love, right? Like, like, for them, like them <laughs> freaking time. out, throwing drinks and stuff like that. Like, this is like the, the borderline, like, line we have, right? Where it's like, you can get this confrontational up to this point. But now it's like, not even that. Now they're like making Josh feel bad for even like shouting and yelling at people, apparently. Which I thought is why they brought him on the show, honestly. Like, I don't really know. And now they're trying to make him feel bad about it. It's like, this is Josh's shtick. The... Exactly. The part that really annoys me about how TJ said that Esther gets their main warning, but he's keeping her in the game and how, Josh, you're embarrassing your friends and embarrassing yourself is that this show absolutely cast them to do shit like that, to start fights and have human drama and have big personalities. And the show also shows and replays this fight like over two episodes now. It's like a big, big yeah. thing. And that's how they get asked back by having big personalities. And sometimes that means you get in fights. And like you can learn lessons from that. But for TJ to talk down to these players so much for, for that, it's like you can't do that and then show and replay these moments over and over again like they're the highlights of the season and then be like not cool not cool guys it's like you know you're eating this up in there's, the producer's lounge literally tj a, a josh like youtube compilation put out by the challenge itself of like best josh like fights or like like best josh like <laughs> meltdown. Yeah. like 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 can we stop like can you guys stop posturing like you're this like moral like upstanding show like we know that's all bs like let's just that's it yeah and, and can stuff go too far and can you know yes certainly can and they should certainly you know not be like how it was back in the day with like we're talking the ruins and, and stuff like that there's definitely a balance between that and what we have now though right there's a big difference between wildly inappropriate irresponsible uh, behavior slash assaults and someone throwing a drink in someone's face and two people yelling at each other which is what this was like there there wasn't any gross behavior uh i don't think in this fight so yeah it, it just seems uh like wild hypocrisy like, that's not what the challenge is like have you ever watched your own show guys like you're you're not an oscar winning uh production team yeah. here okay we watch this to see people smash into each other and get in fights that's pretty much it and hook up and uh so stop pretending like one of those things is is actually not cool when it's the main thing of the show it's one of the top three main things of the show i i actually thought that with Josh specifically, one of the things that I think he did that really set production off is when he is talking to Amanda and he's getting upset at her and he like kind of accuses her of 
pot stirring a little bit, which we didn't really see that much. So I don't know what where that where he's coming from there. But he yells at Amanda and he's like, these are my real fucking friends. And he like throws like a glass like on the floor as he's like yelling at her, basically. So I don't know if that maybe had something to do with it, too. If they're like, hey, you know, you're putting other people in danger when you do such shit like that. I don't know. But yeah, didn't actually catch that. And let me be clear, too. Josh does embarrass himself. Like, TJ's not wrong. (laughs) It's the lecturing that I don't like, not what TJ's actually saying. Right. And um, it's funny, too, because Amanda has a confessional where she's like, Josh, you're not here to stand on tables and yell at people and act crazy. I'm like, no, that actually is why he's here. They, They brought him on the show to do that. And also, like, Josh has... You know, we've talked about how his Big Brother game wasn't the best, but, like, he did win Big Brother by... This is, like, his strategy, right? Like, yelling at people and stuff like that. I actually do think it works more to his benefit than it does to his detriment. Because we've seen him... Everyone has called him a really good political player on this show. Right. Again, the magic of the competition really changing perspective on Josh. <laughs> <laughs> incredible yeah Yeah, no his moment when you started chanting or yelling or singing at fessy like you're going home over and over again really brought me back to his big brother days when he literally banged pots and pans together and walked around the house doing stuff like this too that's that's kind of his thing that's just what he does and it it may actually kind of help his game i don't know it's like one of those things where maybe paint such a big target on himself that uh people are like oh he's such a non-threat like he's he's right. a, he's gonna get fights and you know he where he stands at any time. too yeah Seemingly. yeah that's also yeah very true like amber coming out of this should know that he's like really going to pat for her big time yeah that's actually kind of nice to know in the game like he will fall on his sword for a teammate yeah. um but uh, the, the lecturing part, the TJ part, uh, I just felt like I was watching a different show all of a sudden, completely different show that was not very self-aware. And that's what we always want from the players. So it's kind of what we want from production too, in my opinion. So we then see Esther kind of apologize to Amber for throwing the drink at her. And even as like Esther's apologizing, we see Berna's like right there, like rolling her eyes. And then we cut back to her in the confessional being like, Oh my god, I can't believe Amber. You got a drink thrown at you. Just shut up. Like like who cares? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like act like it's not a big deal. <laughs> Amber could do no right at all. Like <laughs> like she could help an old lady across the street and Berna, you know she's going to be in the confessional so booth going like, "Oh, <laughs> fake move. Fake move. Why it's all about you. I bet you you want a medal or something, Amber? Like get over yourself." <laughs> uh it's it's just ridiculous at this point, right? And I, like okay, in the last few episodes that we recapped, I've kind of uh, put out disclaimers, I guess, where I'm like, okay, we don't see the whole thing, but like it really kind of seems like these girls are picking on Amber and she doesn't seem like she's doing anything wrong. I'm over that. This is just straight up insane how these girls are treating Amber. I'm 100% team Amber. She seems like a great person. And uh, I am just going to say these girls are the worst. They're the worst. (laughs) They're jealous haters. I thought of another reason why they're also picking on her too that I think factors into it is that they know that she's not really going to fight back. Like that that's like not really her style. Um, and so they can feel like they can just do whatever they want without facing any repercussions. Like if you were to attack an Amanda or an Ashley. 
Right. She is she doesn't have too many friends in the house and yeah. she doesn't go too hard. Like all things basically to her credit, uh looking at the cast this season. Yeah. But things that make her possibly an easy target. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh Burn or Esther says in the confessional I have no issue to swear to you, Amber. I'm sorry, but you are really fake. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she just said you have no issues with her and then she's saying she's really fake in the next sentence i love it this is a classic reality tv show thing where sometimes these people they get in the confessional booth and they say things that contradict one another in the same sentence and this reminded me a lot of <laughs> rob from survivor thailand if any survivor fans are watching where he voted someone out and went uh you're really annoying and i don't want to live with you i don't like you nothing personal it's <laughs> like that's the definition of personal buddy <laughs> same thing here this is uh you, you do have a problem with hammer it's pretty clear we don't know what that is but you do have a problem yeah so that the, the saga continues i can't wait to see how it goes but i hope amber just takes them all out in eliminations like one after another that'd oh, be fun it'd be so delicious uh josh suggests throwing in esther and fessy uh even though him and esther are hooking up <laughs> yeah which he does walk back eventually he's like no 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 no, no. just fessy just fessy <laughs> and he's laughing i forgot, when he says I forgot you can do that yeah <laughs> i know uh it's got to make esther feel great yeah yeah can I ask you, uh, so so Josh and Fessy are still fighting at the start of this episode. They're still not getting along. But the next day, they do, in fact, make up uh, and seem like they're they're on good terms again. Yeah. And they do seem to care a lot about each other and are good friends. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about the ending to their saga this season? Which, like, really, this whole season has been largely about the Big Brother drama. Right. I actually was kind of touched uh by that moment between josh and fessy gross or josh is very cry was crying uh, very profusely and fessy did seem to feel bad and they i i like seeing that they hashed it out yeah i wanted to say to his credit fessy apologized a good strong apology in my opinion yep and nothing that a good friend wouldn't do from the point of the fight onward and in the fight itself too he really that got kind of forced on him by Tori and Corey and Josh coming in. Fessy, besides like I guess putting his hands on Josh's face, like that's just that's not that's not a big deal. Fessy seemed to handle himself pretty well, all things considered to me. Uh, yeah. kind of went out on a on a high note and, despite and, being disqualified from a fight. I don't know how that's possible, not but that's for how nothing it feels with to production me. too, but it's like how many like twisted things can somebody say to you before like you are like you know what i mean not like it's obviously never right to hit somebody but josh was going in on fessy like you know what i mean like he was attacking pretty much everything he called him a piece of shit that he's like the worst person he's ever met like i, I not like i said nobody deserves to get hit in the face but Maybe some people do deserve a face push. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's where we settle, right? right yeah. you, you can't do nothing unless you're Amber, I guess. Right. Most people can't, but you shouldn't hurt or punch someone. But a face push feels like that nice balance in the middle. <laughs> Although, of course, that probably leads to fights a lot of the time. That's true, yeah. But, you know, that's it seems fair to me. Yeah. Um, but they, they do they do reconcile uh, Fessy and Josh. Um but I'm 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 kind of glad Fessy ultimately got taken out because I feel like 
this Big Brother Alliance would have been just continuing to kind of steamroll the vet side as far as control. I'm ready for another storyline, personally. <laughs> That's yeah. why I'm pumped about this. I'm, I'm, Like I said, I want the Amber Revenge Tour, and I would also like to know some new things about some of these other players in the game. I think that'd be nice. So yeah. I, I'm also happy that this is over just for that. We see that Corey and Tori both get called out on stirring the pot. Uh, Corey gets very defensive and says, over pizza? And then in my head, I'm just like, this is the same guy who almost killed Tony over pasta, whatever. Um, and Big difference, buddy. Big difference. Pizza and pasta, the, the two completely different animals. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're right. What was I thinking? Uh, and, and so they seemingly get away from this scot-free. Do you feel like this will affect Tori and Corey's game going forward? I think it might a little bit. I think it might with some people. We saw someone, I actually am blanking on who it was, but someone went in the confessional and said they do not believe Tori at all. I think it was, was it Devin? It no, was it was someone else. It was Was Devin. it Devin? Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Then I think some people might look at this and say like, oh, that's just like one more reason to not trust these players. So it definitely could uh, come to hurt them, but probably in a subtle way. I don't know if we're going to see any like direct consequences. What do you think? Um, I agree with you, but I also think that this has been a season where seemingly the most, um, ordinary, like transgressions can get you, you know, not sent in necessarily, but people talking about you. We saw that with Kyle and people were kind of, you know, even talking about getting rid of him eventually when it comes to that moment. Maybe Corey's one of those people, too, who he's not a top priority right now, but they could save for the back burner once they do have to start targeting these vets. Yeah, like maybe. I don't know. I feel like in a lot of ways, though, when it's like we see these things because they become relevant in a lot of cases. I mean, this was a big fight that we would see no matter what, but mm -hmm. there's probably a lot of other stuff going on that, that make people mini targets here and there that we don't see because it doesn't become relevant. So... You know, it might just be because of the results. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have any strong feelings on this. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I do have a question for you, though. Yes. Uh, we also see the Emmy Hot Sauce Alliance signing segment. I thought this was pretty smart of these vets to bring in Emmy and make her feel like she's a part of this group. Even though it was kind of weird how they had her sign her name in hot sauce on this piece of paper. <laughs> I, I <laughs> like thoughts? that. That was pretty funny. Um, and yeah, I kind of get what Berna was saying at the end of the episode where she kind of referenced Emmy getting manipulated by some of the vets. Uh, I think that might be she a little totally bit of what's did. going on here. A hundred percent. This is a veteran move by veterans to bring her in, right? You often want to like corral the people who feel like outsiders and i don't know if you knew this but emmy sometimes feels like a bit of an alien in this game and I'm so an to bring alien. her in <laughs> no, God, please. sorry <laughs> okay we're gonna make a note 20 minute mark you're gonna want to adjust the volume <laughs> levels yeah. uh just keep that in mind yeah. but to bring someone like her in and make her feel welcome, it's like, oh, it's just, this is just great. They have like another vote. They have another person in their back pocket. As we are going to see, she's going to win the elimination and come back. And like, you never know who's going to win the next week. 
You never know who's going to be a pair. This is a game that's constantly in flux. So I actually thought this was very smart yeah. of CT and the rest of the team to, to do this without me. This was like on Big Brother where Will and Mike Boogie are like, here's your chill town club card, right? Like you yes. want you want people to feel like they're a part of the alliance, like they're like you're with the cool kids now. And yeah, I think they did a good job of that with Emmy. Right. If I was on the season, like say as a rookie and they invited me in, I oh my god, that would have worked so good on me. I would have hook, line, and sinker been a part of their team. I would have been like, yes, yes, Uncle TJ, yes. Or, I mean, CT, Uncle CT. Yes, or, I'll do whatever you want. Pour hot sauce all over my body, please. Um, yeah. We And then that's when we finally cut to uh, TJ coming in. This was funny to me. Huey asked Josh, Josh, are you anxious? You look anxious, Josh. Yeah, no shit he's anxious, Huey. Do you know, do you know what's going on? Have you seen the things that Josh gets anxious about? Of course he's going to be anxious about this. He gets anxious for way less than TJ coming into the house. But I feel like we kind of already broke this down. No? Like anything else you want to say about this whole uh, fessy goodbye segment? Um, I guess not. I got Fessy handled it good. I'll say that we kind of like we we didn't bury the lead here. We already yeah. we already went over this. Uh, Fessy goes out. I, he he doesn't want to show his emotions, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have them, Joseph. So now you know. Yeah, Fessy a lot of does people think that I'm boring and that I am not interesting and have nothing to oh, say. God. I know this is an impression, but I can't even take this. Can <laughs> please stop? Please stop. <laughs> but I'm actually really emotional and an introvert. On the inside. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She's just introverted. Yeah. Uh, oh. This reminds me of the Spencer. Uh, so many Survivor reference. I'm embarrassed. But like the Spencer <laughs> is not a robot after all storyline throughout all his second chances. It's like feels kind of forced. It's like, yeah. well, believe it when I see it, Fessy. Yeah. All right. You know what else is pretty straightforward? Uh, the vote. Yeah, <laughs> it is both both sides, both sides, both who Casey and Emmanuel are going to end up voting in and who the house is going to vote in. It is a complete no brainer. And it seems like Devin once again is controlling everything that's going down. Uh, it seemed like once he said, yep, seems pretty straightforward. Let's just do this. Everyone was on board. And yeah, you love to see it. If you're a Devin fan, for sure. Yeah. Like Devin, CT, Kyle, Tori. I'm not sure exactly who else, but it feels like there's this group of veterans who are in the majority within the veterans, and they're just smooth sailing through the game still. So uh, they'll have to turn on each other sometime. Will it be next week? I don't know. No, no, it won't. But <laughs> for now, they're still sailing. I actually sailing do think it'll be next week. It actually might, actually. Now, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as they said that, I was like, actually, are there any rookie-rookie teams left for them to go after? Yeah, I don't know. There's Well, uh, there's one, but... Okay, so maybe maybe then, but maybe this is the perfect time for someone this to strike. This was the one the time at the end of the episode they didn't tease it with a uh, cast member in a confessional, so it makes me think it's <laughs> going to happen. Because like, they, they had Nani uh, give the confessional at the end, but she did not say anything about like the vets and rookies dynamic. Yeah, that, I totally believe that. I buy into that theory 100%. Yes, thank It's the reverse red herring. The invisible herring. Big brain. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. So they vote in Esther and Fessy, which means just Esther. Yeah. And that's a, a really easy one. Uh, this makes sense. They're only pissing off one person. It's a rookie. Who cares? 
And the only other like kind of interesting thing is that Emmy actually wanted to go in. So like once again, the rookies are just walking in. <laughs> They're like walking off the cliff like lemmings. Yeah. Uh, except in this case, I think it kind of makes sense uh, even more than last time where Emmy might want to take her shot against Esther and get that partner upgrade rather than leaving her fate in the hands of like whoever might win the elimination instead of her. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that my mentality with these things is like oh you don't want to throw yourself into elimination you know but i actually did think this was pretty good uh long-term thinking because yeah you can stay one more week with huey as your partner and then hope you know not to get thrown in the next week or you can take a risk and set yourself up for maybe some longevity here right and Look, I don't want to underestimate Huey. We we still haven't seen too much from him, but I think if I'm Emmy, I would probably rather take my chances solo against Esther than with Huey against an unknown team. I, I, that just feels like against Esther well, is a better and, and move just for like her. a trade up too. Like not even that Huey's bad. It's just like you know you get CT, uh, who is a vet, which means a lot in this season as we've seen, and is the best male vet there is right exactly so if you're thinking about the expected value of each of these moves even if it's like roughly even i'm talking about emmy and huey versus a team as opposed to emmy versus esther one-on-one like we got tonight if emmy sticks with huey and they win then she's still with huey and they're still a main target but if she beats esther one-on-one she gets ct and that is obviously a massive upgrade in terms of strength and also in terms of not getting thrown in. So yeah. it doesn't even have to be that big of an advantage for her to go up against Esther. Um, it's still going to be the best move for sure. So I I'm, I like this move. I think in this instance, I think it's a good move by Emmy to risk it all. I, I agree. And we see Berna tries to convince Casey to throw an Amber. And so they kind of throw some suspense <laughs> in there. Um, Berna just once again looks at this situation with Amber and has a complete alien take on what is going on, in my opinion. <laughs> like, this is like her read of the situation is just so far off than what actually happened for me. Yeah, I can't wait to hear Berna's perspective after the season, but Berna kind of sucks. Like, she <laughs> is. Yeah. She's just such a hater on Amber. And, like, again, Amber just seems like such a nice person. Like, what the shit is this? And and don't even get me started when we get through this elimination. (laughs) The move that Esther pulled after losing. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hate these players so much sometimes. They all look so tacky. All of them. Like, it's so bad. Yeah. Such Um, a bad look. Yeah. So. All right. Rage cage. Rage cage. Yes. So Emmanuel makes the very tough decision, uh, but he does ultimately throw an Emmy against Esther in a variation of the infamous Hall brawl elimination. Right. I like how they kept the rhyming pattern here, although it <laughs> doesn't seem like a much of a cage to me. But I, I get it. I get it. There is and... rage. There's definitely rage, for sure. Mostly directed towards Amber, somehow. But there is a lot of rage. (laughs) So, yeah, the the differences are, as far as I can tell, that the bell is high. You have to climb up the sides and ring the bell, and it's up high instead of just sprinting. And the floor is made up of ropes. 
Unless that was always the case. I don't know. Like, did, yeah, have no, I just I, been unobservant? I, 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 I didn't even think about the rope thing until you just said it, but yeah, that that was strange. Um, but yeah, uh, the floor I is liked, ropes. <laughs> I actually like this, other than yeah, the the floor is rope thing. I I like this variation of this uh, elimination. Maybe it was for safety. Maybe it was for safety. Now that I think about it, I don't know. Oh, like I don't know yeah, why that would that be the case. But that makes know. sense. It's like you're falling from the cage or whatever. I don't know. I maybe it softens up the ground. Maybe they're getting like scraped up. I, I do. I have no idea. That's like yeah. honestly probably a pretty dumb idea by me. Yeah, it's it's a good one. And uh, this elimination is pretty straightforward. The first rounds, Emmy just rolls right over her, uh, wins it like running away. And the second one is a race where Emmy does get the win, but seemingly only because Esther just missed the rope. Yeah. We see that a lot. A lot of people like they just they just jump and go for it, and maybe maybe she should have like climbed a little bit first. I don't know. Yeah, you want to hit the bell like at the center. I feel like you you never you want to hit just, the bell. You 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 never want to be in a position. Shut up. You never want to be in a position where you're just barely touching it. You right. You know what I mean. And that's how you do it. Right. Although I will say. Maybe she had to go for it. It's hard to tell because of the way this That's elimination true. is always edited. And you don't know. No idea what's it's happening. Like she, it's not like she knows how close Emmy is to it. or Yeah, so. Um, Esther does go out. She puts in a valiant effort. Uh, but, yeah, she does not Don't prevail. care. But also a terrible effort because, you know, it was 2-0. Uh, but <laughs> but, um, but uh, after the elimination, everyone's congratulating her. And she has a moment to really soak in the experience you know she did pretty well she won two dailies she can go out gracefully with class and instead she can she could anyway she tries to i don't know just berate amber tasha style yeah total copycat move right like yeah. this i've seen this episode before is this a rerun because i'm pretty <laughs> sure i've seen this exact ending another time and i was equally confused then as i am now like what can you like recap for me what exactly is esther's argument here that amber knew she was getting blindsided and she's making like a big deal out of nothing essentially and that she's a fake person because of this and that makes her a sworn enemy like, did, was there also something about <laughs> Esther going after her? Like, that's that's is that the worst thing in the world? Yeah. Where Esther's now going to come back and take her down and mark her words? You know, if you would have told me before this season or before they started putting Big Brother players on here that Amber Borzocho would be the most hated Big Brother player <laughs> on the challenge, I don't know what I would have thought. It's so bizarre, right? And you tell me that they is... cast Josh too. You're like, they they do cast Josh on this show, right? <laughs> Incredible stuff. Yeah. Oh like, can I just say, losers, man. These people yes! are losers. They're trying to force this dumb rivalry down our throats so hard. It's like we get what you're doing. You're trying to make something happen that isn't a thing. The Mean Girls parallels are just numerous. They they don't stop, yes. man. These are the Mean Girls. Stop trying to make a rivalry happen. It's not gonna happen. And I just wish that Amber would be like, y'all are just jealous of me because I won. Like, let's just call it what it is. I won. Y'all are salty. You can suck it. Yeah, I would love to see that too. And earlier in the season, we were saying she does seem like she came out of a cannon. 
this season. In the confessional booth, she came out with a lot more fire. I want to see more of that. Amber, you basically have a license to say whatever you want, and I will be supportive and a fan for whatever that's worth. You can be as mean as you want, and I'll be like, yep, they deserve it at this point. So I want to see her just really tear them to shreds, both physically, I mean, not literally, but like in, in eliminations and in the confessionals. That'd be great. Do you think we will see Esther again? I hope not. I don't know. She, I, this really like soured my taste on her. Like I, I feel like it's just kind of a, just really weak way to go out. Uh, I don't like people who try to like create fake drama situations. And if she really did hate Amber that much mm-hmm. because of that, which is the only reason like they themselves gave her for hating her so much. It's like, I, but we can find some better contestants somewhere else, can't we? Well, I think that you're making a good point here where it's like, we do want people on the show who are unlikable. Like, we can't have everyone on the show be super likable, right? Because yeah, th- totally. th- there's no push or pull, right? Um, but it goes back to what you're saying. was like the kind of drama we want. We kind of want rooted in real stuff and not people who are just hamming it up for camera time, seemingly. Like, maybe they... I think that they are probably genuinely upset with Amber and that they really do believe a lot of things that they're saying but they're just so far totally. off from reality that it's it's shocking yeah i guess what i'm saying is i we do i do want like villains on the show uh, villains who we love to root for or root against but i think that there's got to be a lot of people out there with more complex interesting personalities who don't just uh create these drama situations out of nowhere and like i don't know a single other thing about esther from this season i don't know about you maybe that's just me she's very smart she does say that about herself yeah, yeah. so she i mean she's cocky she's like coming in she's trying to do a thing like i i don't hate that uh, but i think i think casting can do better I, I, i'd be okay with uh finding someone else yeah yeah we'll see i'm not jumping to have her back either uh so whatever um, we get the um, Emmy picking Uncle CT uh, for the elimination and or I'm sorry for her new partner and this <laughs> just sets Berna off. Yeah, Berna's not gonna be happy about this. I which is okay, this is good. Berna, on the other hand, I will say I do hope she yes. gets brought back. <laughs> yes. She's a much better villain than someone like Esther. I agree. And I really like her in this spot. I agree, because I think I also think she's a more formidable competitor. Uh, I know that Esther's won two dailies, but those were with Fessy, their team challenges. Not yeah. you know. I think Fessy's great at these. Right. I think Berna seems like the full package as far as like you know what you want from a villain she even like says that she wants to go into a hall brawl against emmy like she would love to go against her right now emmy says you're not my friend bro (laughs) (laughs) eric i must say i think i am i think you know i'm coming around a little bit on the alien you know Yes, I knew it was only a matter of time, dude. Can no, I'm I just not, say, I'm like, not fully all the way there. I'm not all the way there. Okay. She's a little cringy. The the this is Fort Romania, you know all that. You know, uh, she's got cracked energy for sure, which you know what? has to be appreciated to some certain degree. Who isn't a little cringy sometimes? I'm cringy at least five times every podcast. I think Emmy, I. 
what I love about Emmy is that she has so much energy, so much fire in her, and it all feels so like natural. Like this is just who she is. Yeah. And I think she really is one of the players who's capable of talking introspectively about herself in, in the confessional booth and really opening up and saying things in a way that just feels like she's actually just happy to be there yeah. and talking from I, the heart. And that's I was, what I love. I was happy for her when she was like, I'm not so confident in myself. And like, this is like helping me like, you know, realize I can do stuff I can't do. So yeah, I like seeing her win. And obviously we don't like Berna. So now that they're <laughs> against each other, it's only more reason uh, to root for Emmy for sure. Yeah, I like how before she went into, she was like, I need a new partner. I mean, I love Huey. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love Huey, but need a new partner. <laughs> need yeah. to get rid of him. It's like she catches herself and realizes that that's kind of insulting. She's she's uh, she's just great, man. She's just great. She's she's so fun. And I can't wait to see uh, the Emmy Berna elimination. Yeah, I also liked, uh, or I didn't like this. I don't know what's to that. But uh, Berna was like, <laughs> was like uh, I was sitting with emmy and telling her god loves you you're not an alien was it all fake emmy and it's like no was it all fake burna because it's like you were just doing all that just so like she wouldn't throw you in you know what i mean and now you're like now that she's throwing in now you're upset about it and like all that stuff's meaningless it's like come on maybe but uh, I, I do think Emmy did lie to Berna about not picking CT, right? I think we we heard that from no, Emmy she, herself. No, she did and all lie. That. I'm just saying that like Berna's trying to make it seem like she's doing these selfless things of talking to Emmy, consoling her, all this stuff. When it can't be selfless if when that person makes a decision against what you want, then you get mad at them. You know what I mean? Because then it shows that obviously you were investing this time with them because you thought there would be some tactical advantage to it. I get what you're saying. I don't think we know enough to say that just personally. Like that could have been a Frankenstein confessional. Uh, it, you know, they could have taken her saying Eric, all this stuff like about this like, person, was this fake? All right, you can't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we got to be objective, man. Well, yeah, yeah. Can I also just say about Berna too, like before we wrap things up, mm-hmm. that I think I'm trying to figure out what I like about her so much more than Esther. And I think it's that, she just seems more authentic. Like she seems uh, that she is like kind of like this ice queen type figure who knows what she wants and is going to get it. And she's very like single minded in this game. And she doesn't seem like she's making up anything uh, to like start drama. It seems like she just genuinely really doesn't like Amber. And she's just going to keep giving us that (laughs) nonstop. And I I don't know. I I like that about her. I, I mean, I think she's like so off, but I love that. I think she genuinely really feels this way. I think the reason I like her as villain too is the reason you said the single-mindedness, the fact that even though CT is her vet partner in the game and he's done like 20 seasons of this goddamn show, she's arrogant enough to think that she knows what's best um, and she's willing to do whatever she wants and it's, you know, it makes for good TV, so. Right. I don't know what it, I can't really put my finger on it is what I'm I'm learning, but uh just give me more Berna. I, I wanna see her downfall hopefully sometime this season. Yeah. And I hope she keeps coming back because she's been really fun to to root against for me. Yep. So that's pretty much the episode. Uh looking ahead, um, you know, we really I feel I like, wanna see these vets finally go after each other. Yeah, like what more is there to say? Yeah. Like it's about time. It's about time. Yeah. It's the episodes have been like winding down a little bit. I think this one was a little bit better than last week, I agree. but yeah. still there's just zero intrigue 
with the voting whatsoever. Yeah. Which again, like not for nothing, but maybe revisit the idea of throwing last place into elimination uh, MTV. Like I, I think that that is a good format that we haven't seen in a little bit. So yeah. could be a little bit more interesting. Yeah. So now we have to hope that Huey and Berna pull out the daily next week and maybe we can have something interesting. That seems to be our only hope, Obi-Wan. Yeah. Otherwise, I think it's still very likely that they go in, but I, something's going to give eventually. We'll see. Uh, you know what my fear is, though, Joseph? My yeah. fear is that we're going to have a very clear majority within the vets uh, that's going to probably take over the game that I alluded to earlier, that group. Ooh. The CT, uh, Tori, Devin, etc. group. Well, that would be interesting, too, because we've heard Devin talk about how he doesn't want to go into a final against CT. Like, he really wants to bring Josh to the end with him. Um, so right. these are conflicting things. Those are conflicting yeah, things. Yeah. So something will give eventually. Yeah. <laughs> we know that. It just might not be for a little bit longer. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, but I, for one, am very invested in the storyline of the <laughs> like the bumbling players all managing to take themselves to the end. Yes. Like, can, can we finally see that happen? Yes. At least they're aware of it and they're going for it, unlike many past seasons where they've been fighting against each other. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to see this uh, alliance from God knows where do their best to get to the end together. Yes, yes. The the island of lost toys uh, getting together to hopefully pull something out here. Um, exactly. That was uh, pretty much the episode. I don't really have much more to say other than that. No, we're well, we back to an hour and a half episodes next week. Um, I actually don't know. Um, I think so. I think we're back on schedule yeah. probably. Hopefully. Either way. I don't really Hopefully care. Back. Either, I don't really care either way, honestly. I just would like to get back to the original format of the show. Uh, I think that the show's like mostly gone away from doing these cliffhanger episodes and breaking them up, but obviously they, they still happen. And I just really like knowing that at the start of the episode, there's going to be a challenge. And at the end of the episode, there's going to be an elimination. Yeah. And that just makes me happy. So hopefully we get back to that. Yeah. It seems like we're almost like halfway through the season too. Like next episode is episode eight. I don't know how many episodes there are this season, but it's going by fast. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It kind of is. And yet at the same time, it's not going by that fast at all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and with that yes. let's call it a day thanks for listening so much everybody this has been the reality friends podcast any last words joseph uh subscribe to us on itunes and leave us a rating if you'd like yeah if you'd like and we love Don't you feel obligated. how about that that's that's nicer yeah, yeah that's nicer we love you we love berna we love mtv we love a lot of things we love berna some t- Uh, As a character, yes. Okay. Goodbye, guys. Bye.